Hello and welcome to the Coffee and Books podcast. I'm your host, Scott. Hope all of you are doing well today. Another wonderful manga for you. Uh, This is the continuation of One Punch Man, Volume 4. So if you haven't already listened to One Punch Man, uh, Volumes 1 through 3, we'll definitely want to listen to those first. So hope all of you are doing well. Uh, I'm doing pretty good myself. I'm feeling, uh, you know, a little bit better, uh, more like myself lately. Um, Anyway, so let's kind of get into it and talk about everything. So I made some notes here, and we're going to go through and talk about all the action. So last where we left off in Volume 3, Saitama, a.k.a. One Punch Man, and Genos, his uh, friendly roommate Cyborg, were enlisting in the Hero Academy, and when they did that, they were both each given ranks. And Genos is considered one of the top heroes, but Sinema, because he did poorly on the test examination uh, during the written part, was given a C rank, a sort of low-class ranking for a hero. And as a result, he has to commit heroic deeds frequently in order to be improving in the rankings of being a hero. So, with that said... Where we last leave off, One Punch Man is actually quickly rising because he's been getting credit for doing deeds with other heroes. Him and his cyborg, Genos, are speaking when they get a phone call regarding a meteor that is headed towards Japan. Genos is invited because he's an S-Class hero, but Saitama is left out because he's considered too weak to be able to do anything about this threat. However, Saitama agrees that he would want to come too. Genos goes to the facility where all the S-Class heroes are meeting, and only one hero uh, appears, that is Bang. Uh, Bang is the um, old martial artist. He's one of the top uh, fighters, and he he looks every bit the part of a kung fu master, Uh, which is interesting to me that nobody else shows up, and it's just the two of them. So they begin the talk and about what their plan should be, you know, Bang basically says that he's not going to be able to really do anything in this fight and that he's just going to stay in the town and try to make sure that it remains as ordered as possible and help people. Um, however, Genos is convinced that he can be the one to do something. So he goes to the impact site of where the meteor is estimated to be and he brings out a new super weapon. But before he can fire away or do anything with his new technology, a hero, the Metal Knight, appears. Genos remembers from previously um, and his memory banks that the Metal Knight could be considered one of the potential suspects as someone who murdered his family, so he is very suspicious of this hero. Uh, the Metal Knight hero is actually a robot completely and is run independently with no human or hero inside. The Metal Knight, though, instantly tries to swoop in and save the day and fires hundreds of missiles at this meteorite but the missiles do no damage, or does not do enough damage, I should say. And then the meteor keeps falling down. Genos then attacks with a new supreme weapon. But again, same thing, meteor is too big, there's no effect, uh, everyone seems doomed, even Bang is you know, saying how the meteor is still coming and what can they do. And that's at the last moment when Saitama One Punch Man, One Punch Man shows up, and he jumps up, off of the ground like Superman would, has one awesome punch and destroys the meteor. The meteor shatters into thousands of pieces and then it falls on the town, uh, you know, causing massive destruction, but the people are, for the most part, saved. Uh, next chapter, in chapter 22, 
after the partial destruction of the city, Saitama doesn't realize that the people being in the news actually blame him for the destruction of the town. Um, so Genos breaks down different threat levels to explain what uh, Saitama should be looking for when he's being a hero. So the first group is called a wolf group. It's an appearance of a life form or group that poses a risk to people. The tiger form or tiger threat level is a crisis that's threatening the loss of life. The demon threat level is a crisis that is threatening to interrupt a town's function or eventually its destruction. The dragon threat is a crisis threatening multiple towns. The meteor was a dragon threat. And then lastly, we have the god crisis, a, or god threat, a crisis threatening extinction of the entire race of mankind. So this is what uh, Saitama has to listen for on the news for the biggest threat levels. While going for a walk in town, Saitama runs into a class hero, an, an A-class hero, Tanktop Tiger, who we've met previously. Tanktop Tiger is extremely jealous of him because Saitama is quickly rising in the ranks and he thinks he's doing this off the backs of better heroes. So Tanktop Tiger, Tanktop Tiger also has a brother called Tanktop Black Hole. And this man, as well, starts taunting Saitama. The A-class heroes want the public to change their opinion about him, so they begin making fun of him and talking, taunting him and saying about how he caused the destruction of the town. Saitama then decides that they can battle each other out. He defeats them, but the public is still upset over the fact that Saitama uh, still destroyed the town, even though he had good intentions. But Saitama then stands up to all the people surrounding him and says that he is not a hero for public approval. He's a hero because he wants to be. Very good scene there. All right. And then in chapter 23... We have monsters from the sea beginning to attack the city. These are like octopus monsters that come out. Um, a hero, an A-class hero named Stinger, begins taking on the octopus monsters head-on, but he is soon overwhelmed by the sheer volume of them. Genos and Saitama are in a town that's next door, so they have to hurry to get there. So they begin um, to fly over, run over as fast as possible. The king of the sea monsters appears and then easily defeats Stinger. Uh, the heroes continue the chase uh, to arrive there as fast as possible. In chapter 24, the king monster begins attacking random heroes in the area. Uh, he's no longer satisfied with just killing one or two. He's trying to take them all out. We meet the S-class hero, Puri Puri Prisoner. He's a gay clown who's recently escaped from prison with one of the former villains, Speedo Sonic. Um, and so the, this is the ending of the chapters, and then we have a bonus, and the bonus actually treats us to how they escape from prison. So in our more recent uh, background history, Speedasonic is a ninja who's a villain who recently was trying to attack uh, Saitama, One Punch Man, and what happened was is that he got caught, went to prison for attacking in public, uh, you know, obviously can't do that as a hero, so he was sentenced to prison. He's considered a violent, dangerous offender, so they sent him off to this prison. And when he was there, uh, he easily defeated the other hardened criminals, but he heard about this one that's the boss, and this boss is Puri Puri Prisoner, who's been sentenced to 10,000 years for being too grabby. Um, he watches the news of the sea monsters, as well as Puri Puri Prisoner. Puri Puri Prisoner recognizes Stinger as one of his favorite heroes, so he decides to break out of the prison, and he literally just breaks through the wall and runs as fast as he can 
Speed of Sonic follows very quickly. Uh, but then guards soon overwhelm the rest of the prison and nobody else gets out. And then uh, that's the end of the chapter. So, okay, what did I think of One Punch Man Volume 4? Well, to be honest with you, it was a very, very quick read. Uh, the first half of, I would say, the book is estimated to be describing this meteor and saying about how the heroes and their action. Um, there's a lot of interesting art and style and design. Um, me in particular, what I like about this manga series is that every time One Punch Man, Saitama, um, is making a punch that's super deadly, like this one where he punches the meteor, um, he becomes extremely angry and blurry and you kind of see what happens when he does it. Um, it like, he, like he doesn't look like the, you know, poor, innocent Saitama that you see when he's going to the grocery store. He looks like this monster villain who can take on um, anyone, even Superman or Goku from Dragon Ball Z. So it looks pretty cool just to see, you know, this guy who's like a dork who goes up and just punches this meteor and it's just destroyed. Um, anyway, I find it interesting. Like I said, there's a really good point in the series where we have how he's, he claims he's not doing it for public approval. Um, however, we'll see if that changes later on. Um, just based on the Netflix anime uh, adaptation, um, I personally think One Punch Man does care about what other people think. Uh, but it's very interesting to see how early on in this uh, manga series, it's a little bit different. He is voicing his opinions to the public that he is doing this not because he cares about what other people think, but he's doing it because he actually wants to. He's doing it because he's trying to be a good person and save the day, and you know, this is what it means to him to be a hero. And he's trained ridiculously to get this powerful. Although we still don't know at least at this point in Volume 4, what is causing his sources of his power. I wonder if others will try to figure it out later on. I guess we'll see. Um, anyway, that's all for today's episode. Just wanted to say it's a great manga series, One Punch Man. If you haven't already, check it out. It's still currently being written and going on. Um, so we're going to catch up to where we are on the modern universe, hopefully. Um, it will probably take me uh, a long time, like a few years, maybe even longer to get there. I don't think that they translate them into English as fast as if they were coming out in Japan, so keep that in mind, too. Um, anyway, if you like today's episode, please be sure to share it with a friend. Um, you know, rate and review this podcast. Tell me how you found it. Um, I'd love to hear from you. My email is scott, S-C-O-T-T, Bernstein, B-E-R-N-S-T-E-I-N, 16 at yahoo.com. I'd love to hear from you. Where are you listening from? I know a large portion of my viewers are from Ireland, England, uh, Scotland area. Um, I would love to hear from you. And more importantly, well, why are you listening to my podcast? I would love to know. Um, anyway, and if you have a series you want me to review, maybe you want me to review a, a different series, a different book, maybe from your home country or maybe from your place, I would love to hear about it as well. Anyway, thanks for listening and thanks for checking out the podcast. This is Scott. You're listening to Coffee and Books.